Welcome everyone back to the Tailgate Country podcast. Uh, we have a rare topic episode for you. We haven't done one in a little while, but today we're going to be talking about our favorite albums so far of 2020 and some of the new music that's come out in the past month since we did our last uh, topic episode. Uh, before we get kicked off, anything of note from you guys? Nope. Uh, yeah, nothing. We'll talk. Yeah, yep. yeah, we'll talk. Well, Hunter, I th- it. yeah, Hunter, I think you got some news for us, right? For first time yeah, in a long time. Yeah, um, Chris Stapleton announced a new um, album last week, and he has a new song coming out Thursday at noon called "Starting Over." So, Thursday at noon. Yeah, I know. I, I I don't know if it's one of those like uh, radio releases where they like play it on the hour every hour or something, but we shall see. Sounds like he's starting over. I don't whatever that means. I hope not. Yeah, I don't I, want I, I, some, <laughs> some artists do need to start over, but he does not. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at this though. I mean, Brothers Osborne and Chris Stapleton back to back weeks. That's pretty legit. That's yeah. some good stuff right there. Cool. Yeah. It's uh, 2015 all over again now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we've also got Riley Green announced a new EP called If It Wasn't For Trucks. So Let's go! Yeah, I'm so, so excited. I love Riley Green. Yeah, this is going to be good. Obviously, it's going to have If It Wasn't For Trucks on it, and hopefully he doesn't let us down like he did with his album, and it's all songs he already put out. But That's true. I mean, title track. Title track that he's already put out, so (laughs) not off to the greatest start. Was that released as just a single, or is it on another EP? It's on the Valley Road EP, the acoustic one. Oh, okay. So it's a so so it's a fully produced. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, um, I don't know. I wonder if he's gonna have the um, the quarantine song, um, better something. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope so. That one. It could have. He's got so many on uh, YouTube that. Um, need to come out like Miss of Mississippi or me. Um, I think there's a couple others. That one from the uh, whiskey or risky jam. A while that's, back, that's the one I'm the most excited for. That song yeah. is absolute gas. Hopefully that's on there. I don't remember what like the title was or anything though. Me either. Did you say Mississippi to me. Missing Mississippi or oh. me. Missing Mississippi. Or me. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard that one. It's on YouTube. It's been on YouTube for like two years. And I thought it would be on that album he released, but it wasn't. Yeah. Um, and then also Carrie Underwood's back for the Sunday Night Football theme song. Um, it's what America what, needs right now. Yeah, I guess they recorded a new version of it. So I think it's the same song, but... Um, Definitely yeah, they, got some Rona references in there. Yeah, I guess it's... <laughs> there's supposed to be like some fan virtual fan interaction along with it same with um the players are going to be pop in virtually or something that's That's pretty cool i mean okay besides the carrie underwood version is there a better like set of songs or just you know what just i'll take it a notch farther a better three hours of anybody's life ever than sunday night football (laughs) from honestly from start to finish it's the best it's the best product on tv period yeah I don't Here. care about your other shows. Sunday Night Football is the best yes. three hours of my entire life on TV. Um, okay, but before we move into our topic, I uh, wanted to tell everybody about our friends at Southern Creek Clothing. Um, 
So they're a startup. Well, I guess startup. They were a startup uh, last May. But they've come a really long way. Um, you know, our guy over there told us that they're partnering with NASCAR. That's pretty legit. A uh, bunch of country artists there. And they even sent us our stuff. What do you, what do you guys think of, you know, what they sent us? Pretty sweet, right? It's good. Good quality. Yeah. yeah good quality. It's comfortable. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. my favorite thing. Um, I think they're, you know, akin to the, uh, boy, what's the, the university tease thing that they'll do? Uh, com- comfort colors. Mm-hmm. Comfort yeah. colors, the giant rise on that. So oh, you guys should check them out. Uh, SouthernCreekClothing.com. Their handle at everything is also Southern Creek Clothing. Uh, they're already in 15 different stores across four states. And for what, a year and f- four months, a year and five months almost? Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. good. Yeah, especially as a startup. And um, the owner is uh, still in college, as far as I know. Yeah. So um, if you can buy stock on them, don't buy stock because I don't think they're public yet. But buy shirts and hats yes. <laughs> and, and all their stuff. Um, but yeah, that's southerncreekclothing.com and at southerncreekclothing on Instagram, on all their socials. Uh, check them out. They're a friend of ours uh, and they should be a friend of yours. So, uh, Brian, let's move us into the topic. So going into this week's topic, uh, we've kind of been going with the favorite songs of 2020 so far, favorite EPs of 2020 so far. And so today we have favorite albums of 2020 so far. So we'll, uh, I guess we'll go in reverse order, kicking off with our third favorite. We'll start with Brett here. Okay, cool. Um, third favorite. So I'll be honest, I had a list. It was set uh, and then I just scrapped it and changed it because things change, but we'll figure that out later. Uh, third for me is Texas favorites, specifically central Texas favorites, uh, hold my beer by Randy Rogers and Wade Bowen, who are going by the act name of hold my beer and watch this. And this is just like, man, you, you need Texas country in an album. This is it. Uh, Randy Rogers is awesome as is Wade Bowen is awesome as is, um, you know, you got like Morgan Wallen and Hardy as like best bromance in country music, Randy Rogers and Wade Bowen take it for me as the best bromance. The so Texas uh, version of that. Oh yeah. The bigger, better version as all <laughs> Texas things are. <laughs> um, but you know, the rodeo clown, um, just rhinestoned. Okay. Mm, rhinestoned. Um, yeah. So yeah. Rhinestoned, uh, is probably my favorite one off of it. Um, there's another really good. They're all really good. There's really there another one that I really like too. I forget though. I don't know. It, and it's, it's a quality length one too. It's like 15 tracks. So that one, hold my beer by Randy Rogers and Wade Bowen uh, takes my third spot. Fair enough. Solid uh, choice. Transitioning to my third favorite of the year is uh, actually born here, live here, die here by Luke Bryan. I, when, when they initially came out here a few weeks ago now, I think I texted you guys and I said, trash, 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 trash. Well, because what he put out beforehand was just not yeah. great. <laughs> no. And it's, it, you know, honestly, it draws comparisons to another album that we'll talk about, Wild World, and in the sense that the songs released ahead of time weren't the best songs on the album. So I think from this album specifically, hey, well, I really like Down to One. I really like Little Less Broken. Yes, I really that's like my favorite one. Yeah. Uh, Build Me a Daddy was released ahead of time, but when you when you forget the song title, it's actually a very good song. It's just he mentions his daddy a lot in his music, 
it just irritates me a little bit. <laughs> but uh, you know what songs? There are a few trash songs though. Knockin' Boots, One Margarita, and I hate Too Drunk to Drive. Really? I like that. I like Too Drunk to Drive. I think definitely like Knockin' Boots and the other ones were definitely played more towards country radio, which for sure is, I mean, it's smart to do that. But then those songs on the back half, like For a Boat, um, Too Drunk to Drive, and the other ones you mentioned are just like the best songs on the album. And I, they should have done more of, the, more of that. It's definitely a mix between trying to appeal to his success in recent years to, you know, how he got on board 10 to 15 years ago. Yeah, some of those songs sound like 2011 Luke Bryan. And I know we we texted about this one and there's some potential for a duet left on the board. Yes. Um, But where are we going? I love that song, but like stick like a Lauren Elena or a Maddie and Tay in there. It even sounds like, and like it's, it's going to be so good. It sounds like it's Maddie and Tay on the backup vocals. I swear that's who it is. It could be, and but they're uncredited. It just sounds like Luke Bryan singing two parts of a duet, and it just doesn't make sense, and they missed out on that one. I still like the song, though. Maybe a deluxe version down the road? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. They could. It was only 10 songs. I was kind of let down by that. but Yeah, it was a little short. Um, all right, Hunter. Yeah, so my number three album so far is Chris Bandy's self-titled album, Chris Bandy. And I don't think you two are really familiar with Chris Bandy that much, are you? No, I didn't even you know, actually, I actually didn't showed, listen to this one. You showed, you told me to listen to him a couple weeks ago, and I recognized the album art because you, you told me to listen to him back when this I came probably out. did because he's definitely your style. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. I just, I, I don't know him enough to comment on his Yeah, name. I started listening to him because he was on tour with Matt Stell and Ray Fulcher and we we're supposed to go to that one. But, you know, 2020 happened. So, yeah, this album, it's great. It's definitely on the poppier side, I'd say. Um Dirt on me is one of my favorite songs on it. Um, they make whiskey is great. Um, would have loved her is like this beautiful, sad ballad that's it's awesome, really well written song. Um, yeah, pretty much all of them on it are great to me. I was gonna say, Hunter, you have because neither of us listen to this one, you have 15 seconds to convince us, but you took 15 seconds and I'm convinced. Yeah, I'll take really, a listen to that one. Okay. They're all like really well written songs, and you know I'm I love like the oh we we know you love your your songwriting. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, which is good. It means he's deeper than the rest of us. <laughs> um, just, okay, we're, just shallow, we're shallow people, Brett. Yeah, yeah like, sure. I don't care if it sounds good. I'm I'm yeah, good. You, you guys were like, oh, the music sounded so good. And I was like, did you even listen to the lyrics? And you're like, no, not for the first three times. No. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Um, okay, my number two pick is, uh, this won't be the last time uh, that we hear this one on here, but I'm staying in Texas. I'm going Bombs Away by Chris Colston. Uh, the only knock, and I'm putting air quotes around knock uh, on this, is like the songs don't exactly tie together. So it's not like a story from beginning to end, but that's okay. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. We well, can just talk about this one since it's my number two pick too and just 
knock it all out right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I think we just talked about, well, just, we, we've talked about title tracks and how generally not as good, you know, that they perform. Um, and then, you know, they're just not my, like, there's almost no albums in which the title track is my favorite track. But this one, I think Bombs Away is the best song in the album. And he released I it before. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Bombs Away for sure. Just, I mean, we talked about how that song just, like, explodes. like Pun intended. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Whiskey Sunset uh, is also another one of my favorites that really, you know, that, that one really lasted long on my, which, Hunter, which one of these uh, lasted longest on your playlist? Um. I'd say probably five beers. I think that five beers was the yeah. other one I was going to mention. That song's so clever. Like that song is clever. Yeah. I take it back. That one's my favorite from the album. The whole like changing out years for beers is, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's a Jordan Walker co-write. So we always love those. Oh yeah. Everything written by Jordan Walker. He's like a, he's like King Midas, like him and Randy Montana are the King Midas's of Nashville where like yeah. everything they touch turns into gold. Like it's good stuff. Um, yeah, Chris Colson breaking breaking into the uh, the music scene with this album, and if you see who he's hanging around with and who like puts his music out there, like mm-hmm. it's some big names. He's he's I, definitely made a splash in Nashville. Yeah. I hope it That's hurts. It. Is one of my other favorites too. The That's also sad boy country, if you want to call it that. Oh, we know you love your sad boy country. If, <laughs> if there's one thing you love more than songwriting, it's sad boy country. <laughs> All right. Uh... Don't have Chris Colson as my number two. My number two, I have Here and Now by Kenny Chesney. Of course you do. So yeah. That was, uh, yeah. You love your Kenny Chesney. Yeah, you, you can't have Brian on a list without Kenny Chesney. No. Uh, Kenny Chesney. Although this album definitely ranks more towards the bottom of his albums overall. But I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a good album. It, it's definitely an improvement over his last uh, couple ones that he's had. But oh God, yeah. yeah. Like by far yeah yeah so yeah it's it i wouldn't say here's a here's my opinion on the album it's it's a very solid album from start to finish but i don't think there are many hits on here and that's that's my only concern with it because it's not going to get as much attention because you know his his other albums you have three to four hits on it and this one i know here and now has been pretty popular and i think tip of my tongue too tip of my tongue yeah that was popular last year I and mean, it just it there's it doesn't have the wow factor but overall it's all the songs are very solid in my opinion i can any song that gets sent to radio from this album is going to probably go number one just because of the backing he has by a record label regardless if it's a good song or not um but i mean yeah. I, but, I could go ahead but knowing you come on guys the only song we haven't talked about on here knowing the best song it's it's like one of kenny chesney's in you, my opinion well, you love you love that song it's, i it's love that song i think it's really? i think it is classic kenny chesney i it think is. it is what no, makes him that's, great that's what makes the album great is that it's a return to that but but no one will hear it i'm not really singling yeah. out any one song because they're all very solid they are, yeah. It's all right, but it's it's a good it's a very good album. It's it's 
it consists of songs that you put into his concerts, but they're not the ones that people are going to be singing along to and posting a video, a five minute long video on their Snapchat. Oh God. <laughs> if you do that, I hate you. And I'm sure plenty of people do it. Yeah. Why don't, since once coronavirus is over, how about we like make a rule that says you can't take more than a five second video at a concert? Take a picture. Take yeah. Yeah, a five-second video of the chorus of your favorite song. No one's listening to it. What, take, why, take would I, why would I listen to on your Snapchat story when I can go listen to a studio version on Spotify? Yes. Take. And there's, there's nothing worse, too, when someone in front of you holds up their phone and then you have to watch the concert through their phone screen because you can't see anything now. No, I take it back. There, no, there's one thing worse than that, and it's when the person behind you does it but turns the flash on. <laughs> yes, flash on. I agree with that, too. God. I'm all for taking videos for your own personal reflection because i love looking back on old concert videos and remembering me being there but yeah it doesn't need to be posted because the whole experience of a concert is being there and so you don't get anything out of it by posting it on twitter social media you know that's why we don't flood your guys's instagram with all the concert video i mean there's not too many concerts going on like i'll take a picture and be like Hey, cool. One third of tailgate country is at Randall King tonight. Then that's it. You don't hear his entire set. Like I'm there to enjoy it. That, that took a left turn. <laughs> well, it should be, it needed to be said. Yeah. PSA. All right. <laughs> let's, uh, let's transition to your number one, Brett. Uh, number one. And this is what I mean by my whole list got scrapped. Josh Turner country state of mind. This is a country music album. I put on a review that if you're looking for, uh, you know, songs that were written by Josh Turner or, you know, written for Josh Turner, new, new stuff, you know what, this isn't the album for you, but Josh Turner kills every single song he sings. Every single one. I'm like, Oh my God, this is so good. Midnight Montgomery. Like that's one of those songs where, you know, I'm aware of it and I respect it as an all time great song, like a staple in country music. But I won't really go out of my way to listen to it, like the original version, right? I, I won't listen to it all the time. I'll go out of my way to listen to Josh Turner's. So I will put myself out there and saying that this album is so great for a younger generation that didn't grow up with the songs that are on here, that didn't grow up with Forever and Ever Amen by Randy Travis, that didn't grow up with the Dukes of Hazard. So we didn't, you know, we don't have this nostalgia factor for the theme song. But Josh Turner brought those songs to, well, I, I'm not saying brought them to me because I've definitely heard them before, but he, but he brought a new appreciation of them to me, you know? And I just, I think this, this album is amazing. It's, I don't think it's going to get beat in 2020 personally. Um, it's probably one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, I just took a 60 hour road trip uh, the past couple of weeks. And for 35 of those hours on the way back, I listened to this album into the ground jeez um and it's so good uh i think i think my favorite song off of it is i've got it made with a guy named josh and john excuse me john anderson that i'm probably really offending some of our listener base to right now i i know who he is but like i've probably never listened to one of his songs but i got to listen to you know his song remade by josh turner and it's i love this album i love it I, I don't know if there's anything else to say. Yeah, I, other than I need to go listen to it more in depth. I listened to it once, but 
It's yeah. just yeah. it's just a playlist of country gold. Yeah. No, it's it's a great album. I think the only reason I haven't been excited about it is because like you said, it is a bunch of covers. And they're they're great covers, but I actually love Josh Turner's music and so I was excited for, you know, some actual some of his songs, new music. But I mean it's yeah. It's you you said everything and you hit the nail on the head. And the title track with Chris Jansen. Like, I love how, I think, you know what my favorite part about this whole album is the fact that he has Forever and Ever Amen featuring, I put air quotes around that because Randy Travis hits the last note and that's about it, but like featuring the original artists. But then he also has other songs that are featuring Maddie and Tay that are featuring Chris Jansen, like the newer artist too. Um, and it's a blend of new and old and he does it perfectly. And I love everything about this album. Very right. good. Awesome. And uh, similar to Chris Colston, Hunter and I, we, we both have our number ones the same. And if you know the podcast, you're, you're not surprised. So coming at number one is Wild World by Kip Moore. Oh, yeah. For, uh, for me, uh, I know an album's good when I want to go buy it on vinyl, which I, <laughs> I, this one I actually bought the vinyl before it was even released. I knew it was going to be that good. So, yeah. Um, I, this is another one of those albums that we we touched on that earlier is that all of the singles beforehand weren't weren't as good as the songs that actually came out on the album. In no. my opinion. I think Southpaw for sure is Southpaw's the best great. one. Yeah. Um and she's mine, even though it's a little bit older now and we're used or, to that's what I meant. Great. Yeah. I meant she's mine. Yeah. They're 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 both quality songs. So yeah. but you guys had some intel on this album before it came out yeah like from we, uh, kit moore himself yeah acoustic we got to, versions too what's that acoustic versions too yeah we got to hear what do we get to hear janie blue um red white blue jean blue jean dream and was it grow on you i forget what the other one maybe was. there there was another one we got to hear this was like months in advance but and he favor any and he commented on it too when you guys yeah. talked to him in person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, favorite song, More Than Enough. For mm. sure. That's that's my hit from the album. I love More Than Enough. And Fire and Flame is a very close second. Hmm. I don't see. I don't know if I can pick a favorite song because they're all so good. I'd say Paying Hard is like, my favorite one just of the way it's written and yeah it my first story yeah and my first listen to it i was like damn like he's this is his final song this is his way of saying i'm retiring or (laughs) i remember because i i was listening to it when i was on a run and you texted us saying like hey i think kip's hanging it up i didn't run the rest of the time (laughs) i walked back because i was like too focused on everything else yeah um i think it was i think he said that that's not the case but um he just said that was his state of mind at the time yeah he wasn't really serious but those were the thoughts that he was kind of having yeah and he always it's, puts these like super deep songs to end an album too every the time album. guitar yeah. man yeah yeah, yeah I mean, so very 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 well done kim Moore. I mean, and this is an album that tells a story too. It basically, the Janie Blue story is a big 
character that comes up in multiple songs on here. Yep. Hey, old lover. Yeah. Just to and, cover all the tracks because we have. And she comes back up in Pain Hard too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to cover all the tracks on this, just because it's a really awesome album. Um, my favorite that didn't come out beforehand. So South Pie, I think is my favorite. She's mine is up there too. Uh, Sweet Virginia. I, I don't, That's I played that song the entire, like almost the entire way that I drove through Virginia. Funny. I have that. So, do you guys think that song's about Virginia or about no, a girl? It's about a person? Yeah. That's what about I was it. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Cause as far as we know, he has zero connection to Virginia, the state. Yeah. Never. He's never talked about it. He never lived there. He has a cabin in Kentucky, which almost he has a resort. Virginia it might even. No, it doesn't touch Virginia. It's close though. No, it touches no. West I think Virginia. It's on, it's on the west side of the state, I think. So it's the Red River Gorge, wherever that is. I don't. I'm bad at geography. Can tell it's you there. Um, <laughs> that's a great pick. Uh, just honorable mentions. I'm just gonna throw them out there because they've already been talked about. Wild yeah. World by Kit Moore, uh, and much to my surprise, Born Here, Live Here, Die Here uh, by Luke Bryan. I was expecting nothing out of this album. Uh, and it is it is We Rode in Trucks, Luke, Luke Bryan. So. Parts of it, for sure. Parts of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it falls my honorable mentions and not my top three. Yeah. Other honorable mentions, fellas? Um, I got Born Here, Live Here, Die Here too, And um, King by Tucker Brether that just came out. Excellent came choice. Out That's like great. a week ago. It's pretty good. Um, great. haven't had time to dive full on into it but upon first listening it's great i got i got zero honorable mentions tucker breath tucker <laughs> still needs to re-record rock on that's all i have to say though yes he does he needs he, to get that i'm he sure he came a out with a different version of it right no it doesn't exist on streaming because oh, there was came out with hold on fight over it i'm looking it up real quick it, he put something out on that album it's called fuck we're right on. That's a completely different song. It's not the same. No. Rock on and ride on are different. Well, yeah, yeah, but I thought doesn't it sound someone told me once that they sound similar. Uh I guess you could say that, yes. Yeah, thinking someone, about it, but yeah. I wouldn't correlate those two together at all. I think wasn't it like a record label dispute or something like he always is a contract or something and that's why something I yeah. might have been the whoever wrote the original too no it was like there's like a whole ep and every like his whole streamings was wiped for a while until they put out new music that sucks because a lot of people know rock on yeah his page and that's how yeah, rock on was that that's probably his yeah. but most well-known song oh by easily uh, head and shoulders yeah, yeah it's not close he's released some great music this year though he's had some really good songs yeah. the last few months you know what let's talk about it yeah let's, let's talk about it. let's talk about our favorite new music from from the past month here um and it's it's down our list but let's just talk about it first so there's the song by tucker bethard called 2010 Tennessee TN 20 slash 10 TN and I sent that to you Hunter and you're like that's a real song yeah is it a real song is this a yeah it's a real song you tell me you tell me what you think about it it's probably one of the most uniquely written songs I've heard in a long time it's comparing basically heartbreak to a football game and how it's a miracle that the that Tennessee is winning a game against Alabama, right? Yeah. 
and which it in real life it would be a miracle and he's ba- <laughs> yeah and he's basically saying it's going to take this kind of miracle for you to come back which is awesome he goes through like you could, he's calling this girl like to to update her on the score but also saying like hey take me back this so. song is so legit yeah oh yeah this song hurts yeah it is unbelievable i think it's one of the best songs if we could go back and do the top top 5 songs or whatever of the of the year Tucker Beather, man, 2010 Tennessee. Oh, I don't want to say it tops my list, but boy, it is, it's on there. Yeah. It's, and I, and it's I love awesome. college football. You guys know I love college football. So I was a sucker for the song to start, but man, what incredible writing. Yeah, what an incredible my, song all the way around. He wrote it with his dad too. So that's pretty cool. You know, Casey Beathard's a well-known songwriter. <laughs> and fun fact, his brother and, and his brother, CJ Beathard, uh, has started a few games at quarterback for the 49ers and was a well-known quarterback at Iowa. Hmm. So pretty impressive family there. Yeah. It's cool. Um, God, that song is so good. But we have been blessed with some new music lately. Um, let's talk about our boy first, though. Well, second, I guess now. Um, Kurt Freeman, after... He had to push it back a week uh, due to some nonsense, but that's okay because it was worth the wait. Uh, he released a three-song EP called Outlaw, and if you've listened to the first 30-so seconds of this podcast and the podcast preceding it, uh, you would have heard it. Oh, yeah. We've been using his other songs before. Now we're transitioning to the new one. Um, but yeah, it's he... a jam. Yeah. yeah. We were very lucky to actually hear him play some of the new tunes last week as well yeah we, we sure did. did yeah man it was very cool concert in months mm-hmm. for me at least yeah kurt man he so just a little bit behind this we don't get to talk about this kind of stuff often um but he did this pretty much on his own like all the songs are written by him he recorded it and then uh he went through he went to like a, a distributor himself right and, and put this thing out so um, he put his blood, sweat, and tears into this, and it pays off. Like, I think my favorite part about it is, like, we know what Kurt sounds like. We know his voice. We know, we know his style. And it's not overproduced. Like, it's raw. No. To, yeah, and that rawness works. It sounds to me like one of Luke Combs's first two EPs that he put out. It's, yes, definitely. I think yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, and that's definitely what's going to attract people into him, is that voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would say my favorite song off of it. We put Outlaw at the beginning of it because I think it's most like upbeat, exciting song. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite song off the CP though is Timing. Timing's great. It's That's just, so good. I didn't yeah. want to bum everybody out by putting Timing at the beginning of the podcast because <laughs> it's it's kind of a heavy song. But uh, man, Kurt, just like hats off to you, man. Like this yeah. this EP is awesome. Fantastic. Uh, great songs. Just go just go stream the heck out of it. Yes, do it. Yeah. Um, Hunter. This is one. Yes. Of, this is one of your songs. Seven summers. I know you said you didn't like it. I didn't like um, it. I didn't like it. Uh, you guys are crazy. <laughs> this. I, I have the stats pulled up in front of me about Billboard. Whenever you're done. Talking. Okay. So this song is gonna be like the song that we're gonna hear 
40 years from now when people think about Morgan yeah, Wallen. Or 30 years from now, we're still going to be listening to this song. Yes. I know, like, it was put on TikTok months ago and, like, everyone's telling him to release it. And then once he released it, all the people on TikTok were like, oh, this sucks. It's not country. When actually it's really country for, I think. And, yeah, it's, I love it. I will, I will. So pull, pulling it up here, it debuted at number one on Hot Country, and it debuted at number six on Billboard Hot 100, which all genres. Which yeah, that doesn't happen for country music. That no, it is no. tracking like how a pop or a hip hip hop song tracks, where you know it's top in the country across all genres, and that just that doesn't happen for country music. And this song's relatable for everybody. I mean, that's the power of TikTok, though. Yeah. We, we saw TikTok, first of all, single-handedly catapult this into the top seven, regardless of uh, genre. And also, uh, it brought um, Ride, Ride With Me, was it? Diamond In My Pocket. Diamond In My Pocket, yeah, with Cody Johnson. Like a song that was How from like 20, 2014. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you really want to know, it was 2014 and it brought it back. TikTok, I'm not on TikTok. I'm not against TikTok per se, but I'll never get on it. But I can't sit here and deny the power of it, especially for artists, man. It's yeah. so big. Um, and it's big for Morgan Wallen, who's already been killing it, even though he's getting some some flack from the curmudgeons of country music who are – the only thing that should be played on the radio is is Merle Haggard. <laughs> like, appreciate it. That's cool. But, like, don't come at me that Morgan Wallen is in country. I didn't love this song, to be honest. Um, it's I not – it's only because it's not the Morgan Wallen – the side of Morgan Wallen that I like the most. Yeah. I'm not saying – I, I did not add it um, to my list. I, I am sure that will change over time as it becomes more popular. But – Honestly, a lot of his popular stuff I don't have on my playlist. Over time, I mean Heartless. I don't have Up Down. I don't have. Ooh, so, I, I know you hate that song, but... Up Down? Yeah, I don't like Up Down. It's a, I think it's a great song. So, sit here and hate you know, it. historically for Morgan Wallen, for me at least, I, I do like his older... I don't have He Went to Jared. I don't like that song either. Even <gasps> you're crazy. Whoa! Just, wait a minute. Okay, just, you're starting to get offensive right here. Now. You're yeah. getting you're getting a little offensive here, Brian. Hold on. <laughs> Stop it. But I, I mean, I have a ton of his songs on my list. I just don't have those ones. I can I potentially see this song being the album title too. I think that's like a Seven Summers would be a great. I album. would say so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's great album art too. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, let's move on now that Brian's offended all of all my those, senses. Yeah. I can tell you all the songs I do like, though, and you would back those up. No, sure, I don't want to hear but those. I don't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, talk about things that we do want to hear, though. This man, Brian, or, uh, Hunter, you were ahead of the curve on Drew yeah. Parker. You put him on our Mount Rushmore over a year ago on Saviors of Country Music, and he comes out with this – I don't – I. Words came to describe how good this song is. While you're gone, this man has some pipes. This was definitely his best vocal performance on any song. I mean, they're all he, all of his songs are. But yeah, this is one of the best vocal performances of the year. 
this song is unreal. It's it's really good. Uh, I was listening to Muscadine's new podcast, The Grapevine. Um, everybody listen to that. Free plug there for you guys. Um, and he was talking with Jordan Fletcher and Ray Fulcher, which is unbelievable, unbelievable content. Um, and they brought up specifically this song by Drew Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, about how this man is just like, he's out there. Yeah, he's been writing songs for Luke Combs. And now I think he's going to take the next step and be the a bigger star than what he is now um i think the bp pbr line in this song is what makes it just and and the voice and the unnecessary the but amazing voice growl hell yeah. yeah i i would also catapult this one into my top five songs of the year if i could go back oh, and redo yeah, the episode yeah oh, oh yeah so good so good um parker mccollum one of my favorite artists here releasing a new song uh young man's blues what did you guys think of it I I love this song. It was out on YouTube. It's been out on YouTube for like a year. And yeah, I was so excited for this one to come out. I'm going to go out and say, I think it's my favorite song of his. Yes. I think it's Brian likes a Parker McCollum song. (laughs) Welcome to the club. Yeah, whatever. Um, It's a great song. It is a great song. Yeah. Everything Parker puts out is great. Yeah. Yeah, hot, Hot take here. Actually, this is my least favorite of the three songs that he's put out. Uh, since the last album i think it's my most favorite but i do like the pro- songs on probably wrong a lot better than this one well i'm talking about the just the three singles i put out yeah pretty yeah. hard like a cowboy in this and and i'm not saying like oh i don't like this song i love this song it's just i love it the least yeah like, if they're all my children mm-hmm. this one's middle born or so they say <laughs> this one's a <laughs> I think Randy Montana wrote it with him too. So of course he did. Yeah, of course he did. Everything Randy Montana writes is amazing. Um, another Texas icon who will become an icon. You guys just wait. Uh, Colby Cooper. He put out an EP. Um, and specifically, I want to talk about One Night Stand. Clever. He's got jokes. He's got jokes. <laughs> I honestly thought, so when I was listening to the song for the first time, there's a line. So he's talking about like, you know, getting dumped or whatever. And he needs a whole bunch of furniture. He goes on Craigslist um, and he needs one nightstand. And he says, they got a text from a lady saying my <laughs> husband leaves at eight. And he's like, oh no, she got the wrong idea. I thought before he said, oh no, she got the wrong idea. I thought that was the way the song was going. And then he's like, no, I just need the furniture. Yeah, he just- <laughs> The, he story. just needs one night stand because he just got dumped and doesn't need two. Right. There's literally three ways you can take this. You can yeah. just take it at face value. I need one night stand. You can take it the way you just said. I need one night stand because I got dumped. I don't need two. Or you can take it the way that the unnamed lady texts him in the song and he's a one night stand. Um, excellent songwriting from Colby Cooper. Wouldn't expect anything different. And Jordan Walker again. And Jordan Walker, of course. Duh. Mm-hmm. Um, Lauren Elena released a heater yes of a song with john party uh getting over him mm-hmm. this song has a message no strings attached yeah not often songs go just like straight up the whole time like f- friends with benefits <laughs> and nothing else happened that's it it was fun that was all that um great song though yeah, Lauren Elena, I think, is one of the best female artists out there right now. She's been featured on, like, every album that's come out in the last year. Because she's got – talk about one of the most talented young voices in country music. She's yeah. got 
she's incredible. She's an incredible, incredible artist. I'm really excited for this whole album. Oh yeah. And it went like rock, which is super cool. Yeah. I love that. Love that mm-hmm. route. Love this song. Um, I don't know if either of you guys listened to this one. I don't I know if either of you guys cared for this song. Um, and he's one of those, I classify him under uh, uh, Tyler like, Childers. Yeah, he's in like the Appalachian scene. Yeah, but he sings about like Calgary and Montana and Western. It's it's Coulter Wall, right? And he's one of these guys that like the country curmudgeons are all about which is great because he's an awesome artist. Um, this song sounds like like he would have opened up for Johnny Cash. That's what it sounds like. Uh, the song's high and mighty. It's like someone I need to listen to. Potentially. Sure, I'm, yeah. I'm giving every, everybody a warning who hasn't listened to this song and is uninitiated. This, his new album coming out is called Western and Swing and Other Punchy Songs. That's all you need to know. And it's a song about a horse. Um, I love this. Nice. I love it. But I, I will self-proclaim myself the country traditionalist of the group of us three. Yes. I say I'm the country traditionalist and this, uh, I'll agree with that. This one makes me happy. So Hunter's the songwriting guy and the lyrics oh, yeah. guy. Brian is the tying us into modern and pop country, which is awesome. Um, and I'm the traditionalist in Texas voice. So, and Hunter, you also specialize in Georgia country. Sure, yeah. There's a breakdown. <laughs> um, Hunter, I'll also let you talk about this song, because honestly, yeah. I didn't hear it. You missed this one? Um, I missed this one. 87 Octane by Tyler Booth. This one's like all gas, no brakes. Um, I mean, 87 Octane's gas. Straight, so Straight diesel? Yeah, uh, no. Actually, but, not quite diesel. If you no. Play, if you mix up diesel and 87 Octane in your car, you're going to have issues. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this one's just a straight up jam. Um, definitely give it a listen. Good enough. Um, and then we'll, we'll wrap up, um, the last of our favorite new music is by no means a comprehensive list. Um, but the Chad cook band who I've honestly never heard of before. Oh, and I think I got this off of maybe Jordan Walker's story. Yeah. That's where it came from. Yeah, and it's called Cowboys Cowgirl. Um, and this dude rocks. Yeah, it's really good. It's another jam. Yeah, it, it, it yeah, is. It's, it, there's not a whole lot. See, this this one's tough because there's not a whole lot to say about it because everything I'd just be saying is like, oh, it's so good. Like, the melody's yeah. fun. It's good writing. Like, it's it's honestly a great song. That's basically song. what it is. Yeah, it's a good party song, pretty much. Yeah, sure is. And this is the like if we do one every week of like a new artist that you kind of discover, uh, the Chad cook band is, is yeah. probably the one that I would say I, I found out uh, this week. So this sure. is a good one yeah. worth, worth the repeat button. Um, mm-hmm. Any other like last second music that you guys have been listening to and really, really want to throw in there. Yeah, that's all I got. Brian. Uh, yeah. I'm going through my stuff. Seeing if there's anything we missed. That's it for me. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a pretty good list, and the the last couple of weeks of music have been unbelievable. Like the treats that we've just been been given, and we didn't even mention Hardy. You know, put out "Give Heaven Some Hell," put out yeah. "Boyfriend," uh, which did not go the way that I thought. Um, I, it's just 
we skipped over a whole bunch of stuff. Our buddy Bo Armstrong put out an amazing song. Here's looking at you, kid. Um, I recommend that. Manny Blue uh, put out Old Money, which we we've heard before because uh, he sent to us. But this song's amazing. Skeletons by Brothers Osborne. Like seriously, we missed over so many songs. Um, Kane and Smith put out the most fire acoustic song I think I've heard in, in a long time with Colder Than You. Um, but shoot, just so much good music lately. Like the best of the year. Um, but other than that, I, I think that's our show for today. So thanks everyone for listening. Go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at tailgate country. If you don't already and, uh, drop the show, a rate, a review, uh, hit that subscribe button. If you, if you liked what we talked about today and don't forget to support our podcast by checking out our apparel store at teespring.com slash stores slash tailgate country. I'm also going to plug our friends over at Southern Creek clothing. One more time, check them out on uh, social media at Southern Creek clothing and at Southern Creek clothing.com. And, uh, we will see everybody right back here, uh, next week again. Thanks everyone for listening.